What's going on, everybody? We back at it again. Another episode of the Man to Man podcast. I'm AB Antoine Bethe, and I got my co-host with me, DB Darius Butler. Um, sir, yes, sir. So, yeah, so we're going we're gonna to jump right into it this week, man. Um, I think everybody heard it. Uh, Ten-year, $500 million Ooh. deal. Pat Mahomes. 503. 503. 503. Yeah, my boy, I can't, I, can't, I can't short you. Yeah, man. A half a billy, man. What you, what you think, man? Man, I, I think I need to change my name to Pat, man. He's Pat. <laughs> I heard you been getting these bags, man. I got Pat McAfee. I heard get the bags. Handing For out sure. duffel bags, book bags of cash. Pat Mahomes getting baseball, basketball money. Oh, man, it's crazy, man. It's a beautiful day for football. Um, you know that nah. at ten year extension, no, I, I feel a little. You know, that's that's a, that's a long time. So it's uh, a long, long time. So you definitely got to dive into those details and see how that contract really looked. But um, for the for the for the future, um, at least the foreseeable future, we don't see uh, Pat Mahomes going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah, no, I feel you on that, and uh, I'm with you on the ten year deal. Um, yeah, <clears throat> definitely feel like it's a long time. But I guess in his eyes, he feels as though you know um, he's going to be there for the for the rest of his career. And um, I'm pretty yeah. sure the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, they feel the same way. So, um, you know, obviously at the end of the day, you know, it's a deal that, you know, him and his team was happy with. Um, he signed it, you know what I mean? But again, like you said, obviously it's, it's always, you know, you see the big number, but, um, yeah. you know, as players, as, as, as players, you know, we always like to read the fine print. Like what does the contract yep. really gotcha. say? You know what I mean? But again, I, I, I tip my hat off to him, man. That's, that's, that's a huge deal, not only for him, um, in the position, but just the the uh, the sport um, in general, um, just yeah. what it can do, it can elevate um, other guys that's coming up, um, coming up behind him. So I'm I'm excited for him. Yeah, definitely excited, man. Like like you, like you said, man. But it's it's important, you know. Look at the details and the guaranteed money, all that good stuff. But uh, as far as on the on the front end, what it looks like. 10 years or 12 years, really 503. Um, you know, that's, that's, that's unheard of. And, you know, his talent, his talent is undeniable, but in football, you know, it's not really about, you know, having the most talented guys or having the best group of guys. It's going to be hard to see how they're going to build around him going down, down the line in the future. Um, and I see a lot of people say, Oh, you know, he's going to go and win 10 Super Bowls and he's going to, you know, you gotta, you gotta slow down. You gotta relax. Pump your brakes. Yeah, pump your brakes. We've seen a lot of greats um, come come and go throughout this league, and not not um, get. They were they were down ten in this Super Bowl. They just won. They were down ten in the fourth quarter, I believe. And he, you know, he had to pull some tricks out of his bag to make it happen. So I, I, I would definitely slow that train down. But he's he's definitely, I would say, probably the best quarterback um, in the league right now, hands down. Yeah, you kind of um, <clears throat> you kind of mentioned it just now, man. And it's kind of one of the things that I was um, just thinking about, just as far as. Um, organization you know what i mean where mm-hmm. um, you got some you got some dogs on, on that team and obviously yeah. you know um you know 10 year 500 how you pay those other guys you know what i'm saying so so now you do you have a short window uh whereas you know we got to win now you know uh this year next year because there's gonna be some guys that's gonna come up you know um so you got what uh tahil he chris paid. jones i think chris jones got to get paid tahil chris got paid chris um, he got, got paid. Kelsey get paid. I, I I know he's gonna be up. Some, I'm not sure when he when he up. But they got Kelsey. You got Chris Jones. You got um, you know obviously the Badger just got there. 
Um, at mm-hmm. some point, well, they just drafted a running back in the first round, so maybe they don't pay on uh, Damian Williams. You know, I run it back and treat it. Um, right. You know, you got to play some of them old linemen. Old linemen for so, sure. So it's 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 a lot. Of, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot. I mean, Chris Jones probably gonna want somewhere around twenty a year, eighteen, twenty a year because he he he, he a deserves on that. Oh yeah, he a monster on that front end. And, and I never, yeah. I never get on get on any platform and speak to anybody and tell them to you know take or make team friendly deals and and do it. Now, that's their job. Their job is to make the salary cap and all that stuff work and to build a winner. As far as a player, um, you know, you got to do everything you can to maximize, um, you know, your income throughout your – because we got a short window, you know, the yeah. average career three and a half years. You know, you're lucky if you play six, lucky if you play eight, super lucky you play 10, 15. Um, but those, those, those franchises, those organizations, they're going to be around forever and ever and ever. They're going to get passed down to the kids, kids. So when you're in that locker room, when you're on that field risking it all, man, Get your bag, man. I seen the guy from 49ers. He just demanded. He just said he wanted to trade. Running back. Yeah, running back. You got to strike. You got to strike when that iron hot. So I I definitely salute Pat Mahomes on that deal. But it's going to be interesting seeing how they build that that team uh, um, going forward for sure. Yeah, I definitely see it. They thinking like, you know, we hot right now. Um, Next two years, hopefully we can can, can continue continue this wave. you know, possibly try to get, you know, one or two more. And then after that, you know how teams teams are. Hey, look, man, yeah. we had a good run, man. We're going to dismantle this thing. <laughs> We're going to try to rebuild this thing, keep the yeah. keep our pieces um, and try to build around those pieces. So, obviously, you know, the king is going to be Pat Mahomes over there and then, you know, try to yep. build around um, build around him. So, um, like you said, man, we that's definitely a hell of a see, piece, man. That's a hell of a – that's a hell of a – that's a hell of a piece to build around. You got Pat Mahomes to build. <laughs> I, I start with that, and um, they've 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 they got a good track record of uh, of drafting well. You know, majority of their play, um, Kelsey the draft pick of theirs, uh, Tariq Hill, um, mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes, obviously, and they made the decision to move on from Alex Smith at that time. You know, you got Eric uh, Andy Reid and Eric Benamy at the helm calling the plays. So, I mean, you know, the, the future looks bright, but you know, our football, football is, is is you know, we've seen a lot of teams that look like they were poised to make a dynasty type run. And ended up, you know, with a couple, you know, champion. Matter of fact, you were on one of those teams who, who, who man. everybody felt like were coming into the season. Man, you look at you look at y'all on paper every year. You be like, damn, the coach, you know, they, they gonna make a play. Y'all was winning twelve games a year, but I think you y'all end up with one. one you couldn't tell me thing, I wasn't so. gonna get three to four <laughs> rings before I got up out of there, bro. Yeah. I mean, it looked like that. It looked like that. Yeah. That football is tough, man. It's tough. You need everything to come together, all three phases, front office, ownership, everybody be on the same page, and then you need the ball to fall your way sometime. So, yeah. so I mean, what's the – what do you feel like is the biggest um, – because, like I said, being, on, being, being a, core, a core player, a, a, a real important player on those teams for so long, what do you feel like is the biggest thing that differentiates championships and just being a very good team? Culture. Culture. I think culture, culture plays a big part. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about from the from the owner to the GM to the head coach. And I kind of yeah. I kind of realized that when I was in Indy, um, everybody was on the same page. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What I'm saying? And then obviously I just trickled down to um, the leaders that you have in the locker room. Um, those guys playing their role, and then the young guys is coming in and looking up to the older guys. I just think yeah. for me, when I seen that man, it was just like okay, everybody's on the same page. Everybody know they have a job to do. And um and that was one of the biggest things where you know you go to um and in that in that in that culture you expect to win 
You know, it's yeah. no if, ands, buts about it. You expect to win. You know, you when you come in the building, you expect to work. When you when you go out on Sundays or Monday, whatever game you whatever day you're playing, you're expecting to win. And everybody, that's everybody across the board. Um, special team guys, um, guys that's not dressing up <laughs> for the game. Yeah. Everybody's expecting everybody. to win. Where you know what I mean? And I, and I that's that that plays big just as far as um the organization and the um the style of play that you go out there and play with. You know, I've been to um, other organizations, good organizations, but just the coach yeah. is not there it's a different. It's you understand a different. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I, I, for me, that's what that's what I would say. You know, that culture plays a, a big part. And I'm not even – and even to piggyback on that, even more so, not even on the field, the culture off the field, you guys hanging out, Facts. going out to eat. You know what I'm saying? Um, D-Buck, you know, me asking about your your, your family. You, you knowing about yep. my family. Now that goes a long yeah. way when you line up against somebody, and you fact. know I can look at you when you look at me, and it's like, okay, I already know, I already know that we're on the same page. So yeah, that's um, that's that's huge. That, that that's huge. Like you said, man, you you, you said it better than to anybody could, man. It, it's from literally from the top down, and I know, even um, you know, being in different organizations, being in those. I got drafted to New England, so, you know, they have a standard. And it's just like, as soon as you walk to that building, you know, um, you know, you got to reach, you got to meet that standard. Like, we're not waiting for nobody. We, we know we're as strong as our weakest link. And it was, been there, uh, been in Carolina, obviously you saw a difference there. You know, we had a new GM, um, a new new head coach, new quarterback. So we were kind of figuring the culture out, you know what I mean? Kind yeah. of creating the culture as opposed to coming into something that's already settled. And then once mm-hmm. I got to Indy, you knew the history uh, of, of 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 the coach organization and being in the league and seeing them playing against, competing against them. But once again, it was kind of at that point we were kind of rebuilding something and creating um, our own culture. Even though we mm-hmm. had guys there, you know, we had Jew, we had Rob, uh, Dwight when I first got there, Vinny, um, you know, a lot of guys who Pat who who had carried over from the last regime, and now you're right. just trying to blend everybody in and get everybody on the same because now you got a new GM, a new head coach, and they kind of coming in with their own set of uh ways of doing things but it everybody been on the same page man from the players front office the equipment room the guys in the equipment room mm-hmm. the trainers room staff like literally yeah. everybody man like that like all all of it matters man so hopefully all those things can work for the chiefs um you know we'll see uh but um you know the, the future is bright but staying in that afc man staying mm-hmm. on the quarterbacks too we got cam newton he up in the afc east now Took over. Ah, that's a hell of a transition, man. You go from Tom Brady, Tom Brady to, to Cam, Cam Newton. Newton. That's actually that's what I did in my career. I went from the Patriots to to the Panthers, so kind of got a unique perspective there. But I got some pretty high high expectations for Cam in, in New England with Bill Belichick. Man, what's your what's your thoughts on that move? Man, I think it's a um, a smart move. Uh, for and I think and I'm gonna play both sides where I think mm-hmm. it was a smart move. Um, smart business move uh, for the Patriots. You know, I think everybody was up in arms as far as what Cam got. You know what I'm saying? The one-year uh, one year deal, seven, yeah. 7.5, a lot of, you know. Um, very, very heavily, incentive, yeah. Yeah, incentive-based deal, you know. Um, so, again, you know, um, as a player, I want players to get as much money as um, they can get. But then, like I said, I look on the business side because we all know the NFL is the big business. business um, absolutely. That was a, a, a smart business move by uh, Mr. Kraft, uh, uh, Belichick, and, and yep. the Patriots. But then again, I look at Cam. I think it's a great 
uh, situation for him. You understand what I'm saying? So obviously his uh, his time in uh, 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 in Carolina didn't end as I think we all thought it would have ended. But him yeah. being able to go to an organization like the New England Patriots uh, with a coach uh, like Bill Belichick, with an offensive coordinator like Josh McDaniels, I think they're they're going to play to his strengths. And I think that's uh that's 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 the main reason why New England's been so good uh, for so long because they play to their strengths. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. What I'm saying? So um again, like you, I'm expecting some um uh, some great things from the from the Patriots as always. I'm expecting um some great things from Cam Newton. Obviously, you know he's he has a chip, a boulder on his shoulder right now. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? Trying to prove to prove the people wrong. So uh, I'm excited to see um see how how it's going to look and play out. Man, I'm, I'm I'm right there with you, and I know, um, like I knowing Cam personally, that he's one of the last guys I would bet against, um, especially with a chip on the shoulder, especially being an underdog. Everybody kind of, you know, writing him off in a sense. Um, you know, he's been that when he went to JUCO, he went to JUCO. I think he went undefeated, won a national championship, came back into the SEC, went to Auburn, mm-hmm. sent with a team that had no business running through the SEC. If you look at that team, that roster, and what they went on to do in, in, in NFL compared to what those other teams did, they had no business going undefeated winning that championship, did that. And now you got them right here in the NFL now, former MVP, uh, you know, had, got a Super Bowl appearance under his belt, and now he up there in Foxborough with, with Belichick, who Belichick kind of, I mean, I, I don't feel like he feels like he necessarily has to prove anything, but mm-hmm. knowing the competitor he is, um, with Tom Brady been gone, that's always been the question. Like, was it Brady? Is it Belichick? You know, it's Belichick. Is it Brady? So I feel like Brady yeah. and Belichick, knowing them, they both got a chip on their shoulder as well. So putting that recipe in with Belichick and Cam, and like you said, adding Josh McDaniels in there, even though you know I don't even like to say his name, but <laughs> add, add, add him in the mix. Um, man, it, it's gonna be something special with that defense over there because that defense they're coming off the top, it's, been the top defense in the league. So solid. Yeah, and as you know, in football, it really come down to, to, to critical plays and critical situations. Um, Got to have a situation. And New England has been, you know, one of the better teams in the league for a long time when it comes to that. So, mm-hmm. man, I, I I don't know. I might have a bold prediction. Or, or, what's the odds right now? Oh, yeah? Yeah, man, what's the odds right now for the pass to reach the Super Bowl, man? So, I don't know. I don't, I don't know neither, know, but I'm, I'm they pretty sure they, they some some good odds right now. Cause you got the Chiefs, you got the you got the Ravens. I'm sure they're probably the betting favorites to make it out of the AFC. So Chiefs, Ravens, keep my eye on that. Definitely New England. Mm-hmm. Um, nah, definitely got to keep it. That's that's a that's a good question right there. That's a we good gonna question. We're gonna see. We're gonna see though, man. But you know, we both got high expectations, so we'll see how that pan out. We're gonna we're gonna have Cam on this show on this show. Let it down the line too before the season start, if it gets started. But um, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Sure. Not to, we're gonna switch it up a little bit, man. We um uh on our first episode, uh, yep. we were talking about as far as you know this shift as far as um you know collegiate athletes and high school um athletes um choosing to go to HBCUs and how mm-hmm. how that would impact um just the NCAA and just how it would just impact everybody involved um and. Fortunately enough, man, um, we had our first one. A um, couple weeks Maker, later. Uh, yep. Five-star recruit. Um, decided to go to Howard University. Yep. The Mecca. The Mecca. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the, the so Mecca, um, yep. so how, how you feel about that, man? I was, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Yep. I think it's going to um, 
it's going to trickle down to the other guys that's coming behind them. Um, you know, I think it's going to it's just, it's really going to change some things up, man. You know, these uh, uh, the PWIs, I just think it's going to make them look at things a little different. Um, okay. And then also, you know, it's going to give um, the HBCUs, I think, um, just a little bit of more, a little bit more motivation of, OK, I can actually go out and court these guys, recruit these guys. And they they really might um, think about coming to our institution. How you yeah. feel about it? I mean, it was it was it was like we talked about uh, on that first episode, and 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 part of part of my story was I was I said I, I never was even recruited by HBCU, so I never even had the opportunity to take a visit um, to go visit a Howard University or a Hampton University. So that that was seeing him. At, uh, I saw McCoy Maker actually do an interview today, and he was saying like that was his that was the deciding factor. They they brought him up there during homecoming weekend. Homecoming, too. the smartest so, move they could. The smartest. So, Man, what? So if I would have went up there doing Hong Kong weekend, man, who know? I'd probably been a bison too. So hey, I mean, that, that, that's I ain't a mean big to cut you off, bro. But that might be the best <laughs> recruiting process that you can have. Yeah, if, I bet. If, if you at Howard University, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like bring him, bring bring him, bring him or her. Yeah. To uh, to Howard Homecoming, and I, I'm pretty sure you got 85 percent chance. Uh, <laughs> They gonna sign. I, I, you saw, you saw, and, and to have a five star recruit come there, man, and you know the money and the advertising, the cameras and the endorsements and all that stuff. Those things follow the talent. Um, mm-hmm. So if, if the talent starts to, uh, you know, even if they don't just start going only to HBCUs, but just a number of ten percent of the top, you know, three hundred or five percent, ten percent, fifteen percent over time, that's gonna create change. Not only in the HBCUs. But now it's going to put the PWIs on notice. Like, you know what? Hey, maybe we, we got to do more to make, you know, the black athlete feel comfortable or feel welcome coming here. Because We talked about yeah. on, on the episodes, too. Like, you know, you look at Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins. They was on a campus where they had, you know, Confederate monuments and, and people who own slaves and things like that. Names on buildings. So maybe those institutions would be more cognizant of. You know what 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 these athletes are, are dealing with or what they see in their day to day experience on a college campus. So I think it's going to be a positive. Um, it's going to be a po- it's going to be positive for, for everyone involved. And I'm looking forward to more guys doing it, man. But but a core maker, man. He I think he'll go down in the history books, man. If he go there, nah, he, he's successful and guys follow. He'll definitely be one of the guys we look back on. Like yeah, he he was he was one of those trendsetters, man. So big nah, big time sure. salute to him, man. Yeah, salute, man. Salute to him. Um, like you said, man, definitely um go down as a trendsetter, man. Um, stepping out the stepping out the uh the box, man, and and doing something that he felt as though was uh right for him and yeah, um yeah, you know his, his life, man. So like you said, man, definitely big salute uh to McCord Mega, man. He's big now time, a bison. He's now a bison, man. He's now yeah. a bison, baby. Signed and sealed. Hey, Signed man. So we talking. So going, going, staying in the college realm. The Ivy League they just canceled fall sports, right? Mm-hmm. They just canceled. They were one of the first, I want to say, to cancel the spring sports as well. But uh, they just canceled fall sports. Um, at kind of around the same time, we got a lot of guys reporting to the bubble um, in the NBA. The WNBA, they already reported, you know, they put out some some videos and things of, you know, the situation not being quite copacetic, you know, not the laundry rooms and the whatever for in some of the places that they were staying. How, how do you feel about, you know, where is I feel like we, we talk about this every time we'll continue every talking time, about it. But, yeah. you know, how you how you feel about, you know, going forward where we are now 
and where they expect to be as far as the NBA is supposed to be starting up in a couple of weeks now. Like, you know, what you thinking? I think, man, I think we're pressing the issue right now. I, I, yeah. I think it's it's still a lot that's unknown. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's still a lot that's unknown. And I just feel as though right now, um, I just think everybody's kind of waiting to see what, what the next person's going to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, um, and like you said, you know, you, you obviously going to have players that's going to opt out, that's going to decide to um, – not 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 attend whatever it is you know WNBA NBA whatever the case may be for, yeah. for multiple reasons health issues not feeling safe not being able to you know um, not wanting to possibly uh, contract the uh, the COVID nineteen and mm-hmm. um, and take it to their family man so you know I'm 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 at a point now man where if 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 we don't play man I'm 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 a hundred percent fine with that because at the end of the day we need every we need everything to be safe for everybody you know and, and again i just don't want this to be um or we we just we just going we just going along with the flow when you're trying to figure out figure it out on the run you know that's not yeah, smart we, that's not safe so um i feel like, like we, we said, definitely man, we yeah we're definitely forcing it man definitely forcing yeah. it and and you know partly because obviously the money uh, that's that's the biggest that's the biggest part, you know, not only for the players and the owners, but, you know, the entire ecosystem around sports, you know, the writers, the media people, the guy, the people mm-hmm. who work on, you know, game days at the different venues. Like it's a lot of it. A lot of people that's going to be affected um, if sports don't return. And I understand right. that. But I also understand and I, I guess, um, you know, have a, a deeper understanding with with the players, you know, because a lot of most people see players as like, man, we need we need some sports back, we need some entertainment. They just like almost like robots. Like you're gonna go out there, like even if you have the NBA and it works out perfectly with the bubble, like you're talking about separating these people from their family, you know, their kids, their wives for a certain amount of times, you know, grandparents uh, maybe, um, and just kind of literally going to a bubble to perform and, and entertain us while you know putting themselves at more risk. To contract uh, at uh, COVID, so it, it, it's it's a for that situation. I'm just like, hey man, you know, pump the brakes, everybody pull back. Let's figure out some other alternatives. You know, maybe if 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 something comes up and we can't have a season, okay, let's do that. Let's have that in place. But for right now, let's start figuring out how we can also pay these people, these employees, players as well, because these these organizations they're not going anywhere. They're gonna be all right. They're gonna be all right, right. for decades to right. come. These athletes. They got a short window of time. I know you mm-hmm. going into year 14, 15. You don't have had a, 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 a super, super long career. But I know if, if this season don't don't play this, it's probably a wrap. You're probably going to say, you know, it's not, it's not a It's not a problem. <laughs> it's a wrap. It's a wrap for the kids. See? I'm out of there. I'm, it's I'm a wrap. out of there. Yeah. Hey, you blessed, man. But if it's a guy mm-hmm. that's, you know, going into his fourth, fourth year, fifth year, um, it may be a wrap for him as well, just because even they starting they're saying talking about the season coming and not even having a preseason now at this point, or having one or two games, but I think the preseason will be gone. So that's how a lot of guys make the team. So uh it's tough, man. From a from a lot of different angles, it is it's tough. Um and we we gonna we're gonna see what happens. I feel like they're gonna keep pushing the envelope until you know shit just get too out of hand to where they just gotta say, Oh man, our effort, we gotta we gotta scrap it. Yeah. And a, and a big thing for me, it was something that just came out. I don't know if it was today or yesterday where, you know, they say the NFL, um, these guys can go out there. You can tackle, you can push, you can shove for 60 minutes. <laughs> but after the game, they don't want you exchanging jerseys because they don't want anybody to contract. That's to, crazy, to but like, that makes no sense. You know what I'm saying? So in instances like that, it's like, OK, we, we're not 
we're not where it's we're, supposed, where we're supposed to be. Yeah, it's obviously not. And the same, and the same goes with the NBA, you know, because they're playing games and they got the rings that, you know, beep if you're within six feet of somebody. And But, you know, I'm playing a 40, 60-minute game against these people on the court, and now I can't be near them in a hotel. Like, that makes no sense. So, obviously, we're not in a position or a place, no, um, you know, to where, where we have more answers than questions. So, I think the, it's not like sports are essential. You know what I mean? I know it feels like it. I know it feels like – Hey, you know, we got to get we got to get back to some sense of normalcy. But, uh, you know, other things should take precedent and health should definitely be one of them. Um, the health of the players yeah. and, and their families, man. We already had one player, uh, Carl Anthony Towns. His mom already passed. From mom COVID. passed, yeah. Uh, yeah, my agent, my uh, my agent, when I was playing football. His Both his parents passed. So, you know, it's people that I'm sure everybody that are in these um, locker rooms have already been affected somehow, some way mm-hmm. um, by this virus. So, um, you know, it, it, it's it's a, it's a very, very tough spot to be in, man. Because I know a lot of these players are going to be like, man, hey, I got to get this check. You know, I got to play. So when you put them in that yeah. situation, it's like, you know, they're going to go out there and risk it all. That, you know, that's 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 just what it comes down to. But it's tough, man. It's real tough. Yeah, yeah. All right. So that's kind of where we at with, um, you know, returning to play. And uh, we know, you know, money talks at the end of the day. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I hope they make the better decision, the best decisions um, on and off the court. But um, speaking about off the court, off the field, I saw you breaking ground or something, man. I saw, I saw on your page yeah. you breaking ground or something in your hometown, man. Talk a little bit about that, man. Yeah, man. So we, um, my, um, the Bethay Family Foundation, man, we partner with, uh, with the city of Newport News, man, and, um, breaking ground on a, on a basketball court. And, um, a lot of people ask, well, should you play football? Why, why basketball court? But like mm-hmm. I tell people, like, you know, basketball is my first love. And growing yeah. up, man, that's all we did. We went outside, we found us a basketball court, and, um, and we played ball from, from sun up to sundown. You know, uh, we went all over the city, went to other cities and, and that's what we did. We played ball. So, um, again, you know where you have um, the youth now, man. It's a lot of a lot of a lot of youth in the house playing video games and things of that nature, man. I'm just trying to, um, you know, give them something where they can go out and and, and really feel like it's there. So, um, we start this initiative, man. This is uh hopefully one of many. Um, mm-hmm. We have a deal with the city where we're gonna go around the city of Newport News and we're gonna refurbish um ran down a basketball court so that's um that's a project that you know again the Bethay family foundation and the city of newport news joined in on um we can partner with and and hopefully you know we'll be able to ride around the neighborhoods man and see see the youngers outside and um and, and playing again man that's 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 big time that's why what you a three three time watch pay man of the year uh, two, 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 two time, two right. time Walter Payton Man of the Year, man. You know, guess that's real good back, creating some real change. Um, you know, I, I was the same way growing up, playing football in the street, playing basketball. Like that was something that that kept me out of trouble. Honestly, you know, yeah. kept, kept kept me, you know, out of trouble, kept my nose clean. So that, that's big time. That'll pay huge dividends. And um, uh, not even when it comes to giving back, but what you're doing off the court and off the field is is huge it's very very important even when you're still in that locker room especially actually and i know mm-hmm. um i don't feel like when i was playing that we had enough conversations and i you know we'll be definitely going to shed more light on that with this podcast as well you know just what guys got going on off the field and i think it's, it's important that um you know, older guys like us and guys that are still in the locker rooms, you know, impart that knowledge on these younger guys on, on as far as the mistakes we made, um, the things that we've done right. When that comes to finances, when that comes to, you know, 
I just staying out of trouble, women, whatever. You know what I mean? We yeah. need to have these conversations and, and drop that game on them with that too, because that, that's 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 in my opinion even far more important than what's going on off the field. I mean, on the field, because you nah, live a whole lot lot more life off the field than you do between those white lines. So, nah, you get that on that part bro. too. Um, again, like you said, I just feel as though my I said my first eight years in the league, man. I wish it was uh, more conversation as far as okay. What type of businesses are you getting in? Like, what are you investing yeah. in? Um, hey, let's 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 have a joint venture. Let's come together. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we can um, we can take away a lot of the risk. Um, where which is if it was just your, you or myself alone um, trying yeah. to to start a business. If we come together, we, you know what I mean? We can negate a little bit of the risk. So um, I mm-hmm. agree with you on that. Where I feel as though I wish we did um, more than that. But you know, again, it's never too late. You know, we can Absolutely. still do our part. Uh, we can still do our part, you know, like you just said, man, just just give back, man, and, and, and pay it forward to the younger, younger guys because uh, the money is changing, you know, so they're they going to be yeah. getting more money. But again, um, just because you have more money don't mean you're smarter than the next person with that, with that money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, and again, it like you said. It ain't about what we're doing. It ain't about how much we're making, too. It's how much, we, you know, we're keeping and what we're doing with it. And, mm-hmm. and like you said, those those conversations got to be had. And, and they damn sure ain't too late. You know, we still um, got a platform, still got a lot of reach. We got a lot of guys still in those locker rooms. So it, it's really it's really on us to pass that message around and uh, really start creating some change. I say right now, shoot, I do it right now, actually. The first thing I would say to young players that's in that locker room, coming into the league, and I've been I wish somebody really told me this and harped on me about this because, you know, coming in, I didn't know much about credit, you know, difference between good debt and bad debt. The first thing I say to young players when I talk to them is, hey, by your second year in the league, second year, your your credit should be A1. I'm talking about 750, 780, 800 at that point in, in time, because you coming into the league with probably some BS on your credit report, some parking tickets, some bursar office stuff some department store credit cards you get in college, you can pay that stuff off and create a good, great credit profile um, going forward, even even to the points where you're setting it up for your kids. So that's something that's incredibly important when it comes to really generating and building wealth, generational wealth, um, you know, get some, because rich people, wealth people don't have one stream of income. You know, you're lucky as an athlete or, you know, whatever, get that check day one out of college. And now, you know, I'm a millionaire but most people, that's not really how they get to that point. So when you get there, you kind of you kind of got a head start. So now it's on it's on us to really lay that lay that foundation in other places to where we're not just dependent on one stream of income. By the time we four or five six years in the league, and we can do some other things, man. So I think that's that's very very important. A lot of us don't have those conversations, don't have those talks at home growing mm-hmm. up. And when we get into those locker rooms and we're around other rich rich young guys, you know. We should be dropping that game because it ain't like athletes are only people who blow money when they're young. I know people, a bunch of people on Wall Street, they get those bonuses in their 20s. They blow that too, but they just have another 25, 30, 35 years to recoup it. And that's what we don't have. So uh, we got to we gotta lay those, we got to plant those seeds early. Nah, for sure. And I think I'm going I'm to piggyback. And what I'm going to say, it's like uh, like twofold. So um, one, I just think um, it has to get to a point where we – uh, change our mindset. So again, as being a you know older guy in the locker room, you know just really putting your arm around a young guy and just yeah. really talk about um, needs and wants. Obviously, you know you 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 just fresh in the league. You've been working hard. This is a dream come true. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go get a new car. I'm gonna get a chain. I'm gonna get mom a crib. But you really got to think about. Um, and I'm I've really you know as the past few years 
just really thinking about like, you know, I want that, but I don't need that. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? So a lot of a lot of money was spent on things that I wanted. Wanted that, in the moment. That, you know, six months, 12 months down the line, I can't even remember what I spent that money on. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. again, that's 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 money that could go to to, to to a business or something that will be able to bring you bring in income. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I I I really say um just trying to change that mindset and then another thing in the locker room where you just kind of talked about where you're around other um young millionaires try mm -hmm. to change the narrative of competing with one another. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Where oh he 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 got this watch, I'm gonna get this watch. Oh he has this car, I'm gonna get this car, rather than yo, let's sit down, man. Let's 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 get, let's put our money together and um and and put this money into a franchise or something. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like the, we, those do type we do it. We do it. Those out. type of talks. Yeah, we do it. We going out. I know. I know. We're going out <laughs> to the club. You're like, hey, two, three of us. Yeah, we go split this up. We gonna split we this spend, up, right? Seven, eight grand, but we split it up three ways. We good. We have a good old you know time. What I'm saying? So, so just, just imagine if we that. could get those yeah. same two or three guys yep. that we go to the club with. And mm -hmm. put that money together, and we could start something, man. Say start something eight, years in the, eight years in the league, you can y'all can look back and be like, "Look, man, we started that eight years ago. Look where we at now." So eight I years, guess that would man. that would be my little two cent as far as you know, um, just the thinking process of of the guys in the locker room. Yeah, man. That 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 it'll it'll start small, but I think I feel like those things will create huge change just throughout the locker room just like you said i think really changing the culture man because we grow up um you know when we get money like i said you work hard and it's, it's kind of like that fine line you don't want to be in another man's pockets and you know you went through certain things you bought certain things so now it's his turn you don't want to be the guy saying nah i don't do that but at right, the same right. time you really got to drop that game with hey you're gonna do that but hey it's a certain way of doing it if you're gonna do it if you're gonna buy the jury you're gonna buy that watch don't buy a bust down. Don't buy a flooded. Don't buy a big custom Man. chain. Because when you go to try to swap that thing out or sell it back, they're going to try Nothing. to get you in them GameStop prices. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you're going to buy you a good, a good classy timepiece that's going to appreciate over time. That appreciate over asset. time. You know what exactly. I mean? So, but you go get that same Roly or Patek or whatever. And you go flood it out. You just, now nobody want that, man. So so yeah. so we just got to be wise with our moves, man. But we're gonna start it here, and I'm sure other people are doing it other places, and hopefully it catches on, man. Because I feel like uh, in this this whole COVID pandemic, the social justice movement. I know for me, it's just it just opened my eyes eyes to just see and, and really speak a lot more, speak up on a lot more things. Because um, I feel like it, it's our responsibility, honestly. Um, you know, we can't expect anybody else to do it for us. So, you know, we got to start doing it for ourselves. Nah, man, you said it right there. That's it. Another one of the things we kind of want to jump on, we're going to shift We're gonna shift angles a little bit, is just kind of talk mm -hmm. about um, the man-to-man -man pod and, and what you can expect yeah. from us and what you can expect from the pod um here on out you know um, i'm gonna touch on it a little bit then db you can follow up but yep. um again you know we kind of want to give um you guys um a viewpoint a bird's eye view of the game through our lens when i say our that means the defensive back um yep. a lot of times i know when you watch the game it's like okay why did this db do this like oh he got burned but a lot of times it's, it's a lot of things that go on from um from pre-snap to the end of the play where a lot of, you know, a lot of um, viewers um, don't know. So, again, yeah. with this with this podcast, 
Um, we want to be able to, to to dive in and really educate our viewers and our listeners as far as this is a game um, from a safety position. Um, that's something that we really want you guys to really come in and just learn the game um, as myself and, and, and DB uh, will teach you guys. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, I've, I've, I've started dropping some videos, um, you know, going over some coverages on my Twitter and Instagram. Uh, just go. We start. I started with cover one last week. Going to cover two. You know, cover two this week. And uh, it's something me and Twan gonna do more of and get y'all some more view, visuals and just the, the really the ins and outs of like what what exactly is this guy supposed to be doing in this coverage? You know, what are we being taught and why? Um, you know, how do we identify personnel? How do we you know field position? Just different game situations. So it's gonna be a lot of a lot of game, a lot of jewels you'll be able to pick up. Uh, from this podcast, you know, from our pages, uh, from our YouTube channel that you'll be able to pick up and, and, go and take it back to whether you're playing fantasy, whether you're betting on, on different lines. You know, this quarterback going to have that many passing yards, this receiver going to have this many receiving yards against that secondary. So you'll be able to get a lot of those tips from here um, and, and, and also just educating you on the game. We're going to get y'all right on the field, players, fans. Coaches, yeah, some of y'all coaches need to tune in too. <laughs> need, need some help. <laughs> need, need some help. Need some help. But uh, we got y'all, so uh, y'all tune in to our, to our pages, um, our individual pages, and uh, the Man to Man Pod, our YouTube channel coming soon, and um, it's gonna be fun, man. We're gonna enjoy this ride. Um, this is what episode three. Episode straight. So, yeah, so we done wrapped up. This is a wrap for episode three. Yours truly, Darius Butler, my man Antoine Bate, uh, the man to man pod. We're coming to you every week, man. Love. Love. We out. <laughs>